This is Dyes and UEX, the podcast, episode 269 for the week of August 21st, 2011. Welcome to Dies and X, the podcast and extension of the all-encompassing Dragon Ball fan site. Dies and X. We cover anything and everything Dragon Ball in the hopes of enlightening and a little bit of entertaining. <laughs> you went even deeper than usual for that. <laughs> Just to stick it to the man. That's right. Well, the man who wasn't going to put me in it first. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome everyone to our next podcast episode here at Dies and X. We are on episode two sixty nine. Joining us. I guess we'll start with you, the special guest of honor this episode. Yeah! Jeff is here. It must be manga review of awesomeness time. I do believe that is the time that it is currently, yes. <laughs> Imawa nanchideska. <laughs> Morale time. Two more to go. Two more. Can you believe it? Oh, God. Two wow. more. Two more. Across from me as well over here in New Jersey. Mary, welcome to the show. Hey, it's good to be here on the Moroa. I don't think I don't we've know ever why. called it that. But. No, we haven't. Here we are, 41 volumes <laughs> into a 42-volume series, and we're only now pronouncing an acronym for this longer review of awesomeness. It's I am fantastic. so surprised we've kept the name going on for that long. It's, it's your fault, Jeff. Really it is my fault. But you never came up with anything better. No, we never did. No. So, so there you go. on the last episode. Just rename it. <laughs> Just rename it. I agree. <laughs> All right, so we got Jeff over there. We've got Mary from the Temple of Trunks from the past of the internets. Yeah, days of internets past. Days of internets past. Also joining us across a very large pond, Julian off in Japan. How you doing, man? Yeah, you know, it's Saturday morning. I'm still waking up, but that's cool. Good. Everything going good? Yeah. Not bad. We got Jeff there. We got Mary there. Julian, as well as myself. My name is Mike. I go by Vegito EX. Coming to you courtesy of Daisenshu EX. It's the name of the podcast, the website, the all-encompassing thing you are listening to right now. What is on deck this episode? We've already said volume 41 manga review of awesomeness regarding this being the second to last issue daft brian on twitter writes i'm going to be just as sad about manga review of awesomeness ending when it actually ended in the 90s oh that's so nice i appreciate that it's going to be the loudest cherry popping in the history (laughs) the history ever yeah we'll tell you what that is if you're joining us for the first time i'm sorry we've only got two more to go you're gonna need to go back and listen well i guess 40. 40 prior ones and then this one and then one more. 42. That was, wow. coincidentally, the yes. episode that I debuted on. Was it really? Episode 42? Yeah, 42 is my first one. It is indeed a magical number. Did I just burp into the microphone? I apologize. I, I was almost going to, but I didn't <laughs> want to disrupt your, your beautiful soliloquy. We need a burp button on all of these microphones. <laughs> it's that kind of episode, folks. All right, we got a lot to get to. It's a longer than usual volume of the manga, so let's just jump right into the Dragon Ball News for the week. The only bit of news, I'm glad there's such a small amount of news this week. We got so much manga to cover. Game Project Age 2011. It's been officially named in Japan. Finally, it is Ultimate Blast. It had an international name already. That was Ultimate Tenkaichi, which we're getting over here in the US. I believe Europe's getting it as well. That rename, well, it's kind of weird. That it was, it's a rename, but it came out first. Was it really the rename that's using that Tenkaichi branding from the old PS2 era when the sparking games were renamed the flip-flopped Budokai Tenkaichi now here in Japan game project age 2011 the new PS3 360 game it's been officially named ultimate blast clearly taking the blast from 
Raging Blast 1 and 2, which came out prior. Is anyone following this it just whatsoever? Seems so uninspired. Really? You just put the words Ultimate and Blast together. Ultimate is just such a sort of generic name for something you want to be awesome. I mean, yeah. it goes back as far as what? Ultimate Battle 22? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And actually, I'm pretty sure I saw this on uh, the forum. Someone dug up that there's already a game for Japanese cell phones, a Dragon Ball game called Ultimate Blast. No kidding. No. Whoops. Can you believe that? <sighs> it's like there's no marketing whatsoever. They're not even trying at this point. Uh, all right. Can someone fish out the thesaurus here? All right. Ultimate, ultimate, ultimate. Uh, it means final. We don't have anything left. <laughs> nothing. Sorry, nothing we've left. We've used them all. We've used super. We've used ultimate. They need to use awesomeness. Yeah, awesomeness. Yeah. Uh, Dragon Ball yeah, game of awesomeness. Blast of awesomeness. Oh, jeez. All right, so the game we know is due out October 25th here in the U.S. I believe October 28th in Europe. Japanese release is scheduled for December 8th. 7,330 yen. Games are always more expensive in Japan. Anyone, any final thoughts on this game before we go to that manga review? Marry anything. Don't care. Hey. Julian, anything. Is it really finally the ultimate in the Blast series, or is there going to be one other after this? That would make it penultimate Blast instead. Deluxe. (laughs) Jeff, is that your final thought on this? That is my final thought. We need Deluxe Blast. Yes. Deluxe Ultimate Blast. Let's do a manga review. Oh, wait, wait. Could they put Andrew on the cover? (laughs) (laughs) Make it it so internet. (laughs) Let's do a manga review. Here we are, the second to last manga review of Awesomeness. What we have been doing now on the 41st volume of 42 total, we try every month to go through the manga volume by volume, give you a recap of what happens in that volume, and get some different perspectives. We've got Julian, myself, read the whole thing front to back, Julian, English and Japanese, Mary, longtime fan. At this point, you've read the entirety of the manga. Prior to starting it, you've read maybe, what what would you say, like a third to a half of it? Maybe a third. Okay. Really not a whole heck of a lot. Focus on the TV version. I can't remember. Yeah, focus on the TV version. And then, the most important part of the manga review of Awesomeness, our buddy Jeff coming to the series really for the first time, knew a little bit, especially the Cell Game era from the fan sub days, and throughout college, I mean, some stuff was on Cartoon Network here and there. Overall, coming completely fresh, we need this new perspective so you say to keep us honest that's right yeah yeah i'm the i'm the mediator (laughs) all right let's break down what is volume 41 it's going to be chapters 486 through 502 that is a full 17 chapters around four or five chapters more than a regular volume would be maybe even more than that julian are they usually like 12 or 13 chapters usually around 12 chapters or sometimes 11. For reference, a series like One Piece generally has 10 to 11 chapters, but the chapters themselves are slightly longer. Gotcha, gotcha. All right, so that kind of puts that in perspective. The reason why we have more chapters per volume is, well, we're at the end of the series. Toriyama wrapped it up, and Shueisha, I guess, was just, uh, slam them all together into last two volumes and good to go. Somebody must have been a fan of Douglas Adams, you know. Good call. So going by the original Japanese Tankobon, of course that is volume 41 is what we're talking about. If you go by the Kanzenban release, it's the last chapter of number 32 and then up through the second to last chapter in 33. So unfortunately you need to grab one volume before reading pretty much the entirety of it in 33. Over here in North America in the Viz graphic novel line it is DBZ number 25 and if you go by the 
this big release. It is the last one, DBZ number nine. It is the first of the two volumes in that omnibus release. What we're going to do first is go through the chapters and tell you what happens in this volume. Julian, why don't you get us started? 486. All right. Chapter 486. A new Boo has formed. He's kind of a combination of the prior two. Piccolo can sense his key is incredible, and there seems to be concerns about even winning with fusion. Gohan's power-up process is still going on. The old Kaioshin appears to be reading a comic book while working on it. Meanwhile, Boo is shot by one of the remaining thugs, but it's nothing, and he goes inside the man to explode him from within in one of the more gruesome scenes in the series I can remember. And Boo goes after Mr. Satan next, but stops at the last second, seemingly recognizing him. Boo then takes off and rushes straight up to Kami's palace. Piccolo says this Boo can sense their key. Uh-oh. Chapter 487. Boo screams and wants to fight. Bring out the strong power. Goten and Trunks are sleeping, and Piccolo wants him to rest up before this fight. So he apologizes to the remaining Earthlings and tells Boo to go ahead and kill the rest of the people on Earth before this next fight. Boo wanders around for a while before lifting an arm in the air and firing a countless number of blasts across the Earth. He's killed everybody that's left. Begrudgingly, Piccolo will go get the kids, but give him at least an hour. He whips out an hourglass to show how long that is. It's too long of a wait for Boo, though. Piccolo points to Mr. Satan's daughter, which Boo can smell, who wants him to wait as well. Piccolo tells Kudadin to wake them up and have them spend an hour in the Room of Spirit and Time. That'll at least give them another 15 days of training. Down below, Tenjinan and Chiaotzu have managed to dodge the blasts, and Mr. Satan wonders what the fireworks were. Chapter 488. Everyone on Kaioshin's planet can sense the new power, and Boo has killed everyone left on Earth, but the planet's still there. Gohan's getting fed up with all the waiting and gets angry, which unleashes a wave of power, showing that the old Kaioshin actually isn't incompetent, and he should let the ritual finish up. Piccolo's trying to get the kids into the room of spirit and time when Chi-Chi suddenly walks up and smacks Boo in the face for killing Gohan, or so she thinks. In response, Boo turns her into an egg and smashes it with his foot. Goten gets enraged, but Piccolo gets him to calm down enough to head into the room to get the training underway. Inside, Trunks starts whining about food and such, but Goten's ready to go. Videl asks Piccolo about her dad and why Boo knows him. Piccolo explains their friendship and how Satan truly is the champion of Earth. Boo's had enough, even though it's only been half an hour, and demands to fight. He's not messing around anymore, so Piccolo leads him off to the fight. But will it be inside the Room of Spirit and Time? Chapter 489. As Piccolo leads Boo off on the long walk, everyone realizes that the plan is to destroy the entrance and lock Boo in there for eternity if it comes down to it. They can at least use the Dragon Balls to wish everyone back to life or back out. Inside, the kids are gasping. They've done it. They've reached the level beyond Super Saiyan. They can only do it for five minutes. It's a strain on the fusion. So their plan is to make it seem like they can't win and then be super awesome at the last minute. Piccolo telepathically tells them he's on his way with Boo, so they'll need to rest up. They'll get about six hours of their time to do so. The two finally arrive, and the kids are posed and ready to go. Boo can't believe it's just these kids and smacks Trunks down before they can even do their fusion dance. Trunks berates him for interrupting and gets down to business. The kids fuse, and it's Gotenks! Boo remembers him, though. This will be nothing. Even though Piccolo can sense the kids are way more powerful than before, Gotenks' attacks do nothing against Boo. <laughs> Chapter 490. Gotenks unleashes an endless stream of his cheesily named attacks, but none of them do anything to Boo, who just smacks the little punk away. Gotenks then turns into a Super Saiyan who and wonders which attack to use next. It'll be the Galactic Donut. The attack is a glowing circle of energy that collapses around Boo to trap him, but Boo smiles after struggling for a while and easily breaks it. Boo kicks Go 
Gotenks around for a while, but the two end up smashing each other on the head at some point to break it up momentarily. Next up is the Super Ghost Kamikaze Attack. Gotenks spits out a series of white ghosts, which look like him with a little ghost tail. Chapter 491. The ghost flies in toward Boo, who goes to swipe it away, but it explodes on contact. Ta-da! Boo is torn apart quite a bit, so Gotenks spits out another ten ghosts to take him down for good. By the time the ghosts are all lined up and paying attention, Boo has completely regenerated and is enjoying a fine drink and book while laying on the ground. The next two ghosts charge in, but Boo jumps up and the ghosts cause each other to explode by smacking into each other. As Gotenks and his ghosts plan for the next attack, two kind of high-five each other and... They blow up as well. The next batch fly in, but stop before reaching Boo and start looking at the ground and whispering about what weird thing they see. Boo eventually wanders over out of curiosity and the ghosts take the opportunity to latch on and explode. Boo is almost done, so the final ghost flies into Boo's mouth and explodes him from within. They've won. Chapter 492. Goku notices that Boo's and the kid's key is gone. The old Kaioshin says that they are in a different dimension of time, so Goku figures out what's going on. Gotenks and Piccolo remark at how well that went and start to destroy their remains. They think they're done, but suddenly the cloud in the air begins to take form. It's Boo again. Piccolo asks if Gotenks has anything left. Of course he does, but he doesn't want to let on just yet, so he starts freaking out saying they're done for. Boo grabs Gotenks with his antenna and starts slamming him around. Just as he's about to unleash his special power, boom! Piccolo has blown up the entrance to the Room of Spirit and Time. They're stuck in there forever with nothing. Gotenks has another attack, though, and uh, so he and Piccolo start screaming at each other. Meanwhile, Boo gets so upset and loud that he tears a hole in the fabric of time and space with his voice. He can see outside the room. Chapter 493. The hole is starting to close up, but Boo jumps through in time, leaving the others behind. The old Kaioshin tosses over a crystal ball so Goku can watch what's going on. As he gets his bearing, Boo turns everyone outside the palace into chocolate. Gohan wants to know what's going on, but Goku refuses to say and tells him just to concentrate on what he's doing. Gotenks and Piccolo are both screaming to try and create the same type of rip, but it's no use. Gotenks wanted to wait for a better moment to pull this out, but it's time. He can transform into Super Saiyan 3. There's no time to waste, so Gotenks screams and rips a hole for them to escape through. Outside, Boo has eaten everyone already, which makes Gotenks ready to attack. Chapter 494. Gotenks' attack on Boo is smashing up the palace. Boo curls up into a ball and flings himself around, doing even more damage. After trying once and getting interrupted, Gotenks uses a move, without posing this time, to capture Boo inside a sort of volleyball. He somehow convinces Piccolo to set up his smash, which sends the volleyball Boo down to Earth like a meteor. Chapter 495. Gotenks tries to get Boo to come out and says if he loses this form, it'll be another hour before he can do it again. Boo fires a huge blast out which they avoid, but Piccolo remarks it would easily take out the entire planet. Gotenks starts firing away down below, but Piccolo stops him saying that if he destroys a Dragon Ball, they won't be able to use them at all. Boo flies out and starts attacking again, and the two trade giant blasts from their mouths. Gotenks starts wailing away at Boo, and just as he cups his hands for what looks like a Kamehameha to finish him off, the Super Saiyan 3 transformation wears off. It's just regular old Gotenks now. Chapter 496. Even Gotenks has 
to admit this is kind of funny. The old Kaioshin's actually been done with Gohan's power for quite a bit now, but he didn't say anything. Ugh, there's no time to waste. Gohan powers up as if he were going to turn into a Super Saiyan, and the energy is just incredible. Kibito will transport Gohan back to Earth and come back right away afterwards so he's not in the way. Gohan and his dad say goodbye, and he's off. Gohan asks Kibito to change his clothes into his father's gi, and then he's ready to fight. Meanwhile, the fusion itself has run out too, so the two kids and Piccolo are just kind of standing around expecting to die at any moment. Boo sits down and seems to go to sleep when all of a sudden Piccolo senses an incredible key hitting, heading their way. Chapter 497. Piccolo thinks it's Goku, but it's actually Gohan. He's alive and seems different from before. Boo confirms that he killed everyone by eating them, but Gohan isn't sure. He can feel a faint key. Is Gohan really gonna fight Boo? No, he's going to kill him. Gohan powers up standing right in front of Boo and unleashes a series of very powerful punches and kicks that astonish everyone, including Boo. Chapter 498. There's no way Boo can win against Gohan, but Boo isn't about to let it go down this way. He starts to glow and lets out a giant explosion that engulfs the whole area. Gohan rescues Piccolo and the kids, but Boo seems to have disappeared. He's definitely not dead. He must be plotting something. Gohan gets Piccolo up to speed and says that he can still sense Dende's key. As they fly off to search for him, they spot Mr. Satan and the dog down below. Trunks wants to leave them there, but even Piccolo admits the guy was a savior in his own way. They finally come across Dende, who says Mr. Popo tossed him down below to save him since they'll need the Dragon Balls. Mr. Satan can't believe that his daughter is dead, but they'll be able to bring her back to life. Gohan and the others sense something which must be Boo. Gohan rushes off to find him. Chapter 499. Everyone meets up again, and Boo definitely seems to be up to something. Boo calls out the kids to fight, even though Gohan wants to be the one to take him out. The kids, being as cocky as ever, agree and fuse into Super Saiyan 3 Gotenks. Boo thinks to himself, with their strength and with Piccolo's brains. As Gotenks and Gohan banter a bit, Boo is silently dripping away. A giant glob thing of Boo appears behind Gotenks and takes him by surprise. Gotenks is completely engulfed and so is Piccolo. Before Gohan can even react, Boo pulls the pieces back into himself. From Kaioshin's planet, Goku screams for Gohan to kill him immediately. Boo has changed yet again. He looks similar to before, but now with Gotenks' fusion outfit, a longer antenna up top, and he is even speaking eloquently. Boo explains that this is Gohan's own fault. Boo could sense his power far away when he first powered up and formed a plan to stall so Gotenks had enough wait time before fusing again. This was all about getting strong enough to defeat Gohan. Chapter 500. Boo admits that this will have to be quick due to Gotenks inside of him. Gohan attacks, but Boo is able to dodge or deflect every single one, ultimately wrapping up Gohan, smacking him away, and bashing him as he falls. Gohan is forced to hide his key to even attempt to keep up, but this doesn't seem to be a hindrance to Boo. Gohan has no chance at all. Boo catches Gohan in a version of the Galactic Donut attack Gotenks used earlier. Meanwhile, the old Kaioshin says he never foresaw this, and he'll have to send Goku to help. How will they be able to do that, though? Goku's dead. The old Kaioshin will give up his own life for Goku's. Kaioshin and Kibito protest, but it's the only way. Boo will definitely come for them if they let him go on like this. Boo goes on to finish off Gohan with a Kamehameha, but Gohan is able to break free and avoid it at the last second. But he's not really in good shape at this point. Meanwhile, it looks like Enma has brought Vegeta back. He kept his spirit and gave him a body, and asks Baba to bring him to Earth to defeat Boo. Again, if Boo runs 
runs rampant, he'll take out everybody and everything in the entire universe. The old Kaioshin gives up his life and falls over dead, and Goku's halo disappears. Goku promises to put the life to good use, which the old Kaioshin, who got back up and now he has a halo, says he's better do. Boo is ready to kill Gohan. Chapter 501. Gohan tries attacking again, but is completely pummeled by Boo. Dende tells Mr. Satan to take the dog and run, but Satan has his final trump card. He's gonna get his gun! <laughs> He's going to shoot and kill Boof. Of course he is. Yeah. Yeah. Goku is ready to take off, but the old Kaioshin says that even him and Gohan together probably won't be able to take out Boo, and it's not like he's going to sit around and watch the two of them do the fusion dance. He gives Goku his two Potara earrings and has Goku place one on his own left ear and tells him to have Gohan put the other one on his right ear. He tells Kaioshin and Kibito to use their own earrings to try it out, and so the two of them do and start getting pulled into each other. Dende rushes over to Gohan and heals him back to power, much to Boo's surprise. Boo blasts Gohan to hold him back as he turns his attention to Dende and he fires. Mr. Satan fires his gun at the blast and it's deflected. Has Mr. Satan saved the day? It's Tenshin Han. He uses a Kikoho to deflect the blast. He can't believe how much Gohan has changed, but unfortunately, so is Boo. Kibito and Kaioshin have fused into a new being. He mostly just looks like Kaioshin with longer hair, but he feels so powerful. He says he'll go off with Goku to fight, but the old Kaioshin says he wasn't much to start with and isn't really all that much stronger even now. Frowny face. This fusion isn't like the dance. They'll never unfuse. Goku wonders, if he has to fuse with Gohan, if he'll have to go back to high school after all this is over. Boo forms a giant key blast above his head and prepares to toss it down to destroy the planet. Neither Tenshin Han nor Gohan will be able to do anything about it. Mr. Satan apologizes. He's going to have to kill Boo. Chapter 502 Goku asks if they should be Super Saiyan before fusing, but the old Kaioshin says that it's not even necessary with this technique. They can only use it once, though. He personally was fused with an old witch, which is why he was able to use magic like with powering up Gohan. Goku teleports to Earth, and just in time to cut Boo in half before he unleashes that blast into the Earth. To everyone's surprise, it's Goku! Mr. Satan thinks he's the one who shot Boo in half. Goku and Boo trash talk for a brief moment, each trying to figure the other one out. Boo's lower half kicks Tenshinhan from behind, distracting them all for a moment so he can pull himself back together. Goku tosses the other earring down to Gohan, who misses. Gohan scrambling to find it, while Go Goku is forced to transform into Super Saiyan 3 to hold off Boo. Just as Gohan finds the earring, the Gotenks fusion within Boo wears off, and he changes form to just wearing Piccolo's outfit instead of the fusion outfit. Uh, Goku can tell how much weaker he's become. In fact, Gohan would be able to defeat him again. Boo's not down and out, though. Didn't they wonder why he didn't restore the tip of his antenna? It creeps up behind Gohan and absorbs him. Boo pulls it into himself, changes forms yet again into wearing Gohan's gi, and is far more powerful than he even was with Gotenks. Ugh. Who on earth is Goku going to fuse with now? Tenshinhan's out cold, and Dende's not even a fighter. Oh god, Mr. Satan's the only other person left. And that's how we conclude volume 41 of the manga. The first thing we're going to do before we get into our discussion, just already flipping. Stop that. What are you looking at over there? I'm. You know me. I usually pick out those details that you don't spot. Okay, I thought you were flipping to the end of the series. No, of course I wouldn't do that. smack that out of your hands. No, of course no not. No jumping ahead. We're going to check in, Jeff, your predictions from last time. You actually had quite a few. So we were talking, all right, there's two volumes left, but they're going to be longer volumes. So you get a ramp up those predictions. Here's what you said, sir. The whole thing with the sword, whatever this move is, might be used later. Whatever's going on with the sword is going to result in something. He'll get something out of it. <laughs> you were just, all right, he's doing something to uh, uh, Gohan something. All right, well, that something is he's strong. 
What the hell? I'm expecting a move. I'm expecting a you, weapon. I'm expecting you something. You were like, all right, it's going to be this special technique. He's going to use something to get in that boo, but it was just power. What the hell? We'll, I, we'll talk about Gohan. Uh, Hang on to that. All right. You said fusion, while cool, it's not going to work as intended. Multiple times this volume did not work as intended. <laughs> yeah. So very good there. Uh, you said you expected a big battle next volume. So many chapters will likely take up a lot of chapters. Oh, bam. Got that one. Right on there. You said Vegeta's still dead. Yes. <laughs> he's yes. still dead. He's, he's there with Enma, but technically he's still dead. You said there's going to be some character deaths. Oh, the entire God. population yeah. of Earth count? Pretty much. <laughs> Is that a character? I don't know. <laughs> the population of Earth is one character. What were you thinking? Were uh, you thinking a main character going to kick the bucket? Honestly, I did not think it was going to be the entire planet. I really thought it was just going to be like a like a Yamcha type thing. Someone's okay. got to be the fall guy. <laughs> it would have been Krillin maybe, dead. you know, or Kudadin. Gotcha. All right. You said you expect Goku to come back, especially after seeing that. Even though Goku wanted to leave it to the kids, and you were kind of right on with Toriyama here. Goku wanted the kids to take this over. They don't seem to be up to the challenge. And ultimately, we have that especially if you include gohan as one of the kids yeah still gonna rip goku out of the afterlife back to fight you said boo is going to transform yet again but you kind of knew it would happen because you've seen multiple boo transformations yeah pretty much all right jeff i'd say you did overall pretty well that volume yeah i'm kind of surprised yeah you've got one more bout of predictions to do at the very end of this segment indeed so i mean keep that in the back of your head you gotta deliver it's the last time you get to do this right predictions exactly all right let's talk about a whole bunch of different things julian you are a mr satan fan and i gotta admit i'm becoming a bigger and bigger fan of this character as the years go on julian what are your thoughts boo's hesitancy when it comes to anything involving mr satan what do you think about that well it's an interesting sort of character development if you will but actually mr satan's completely accidental befriending of boo turns out to be boo's undoing in this volume if you want to call it that at least uh boo's big weakness yeah yeah that he is unable to attack mr satan because the fat boo that he absorbed remembers mr satan and the nice things that he did even though Mr. Satan was technically trying to kill him. <laughs> right, the chocolate, the Game Boy. What do you think about that extending to Videl? That makes sense to me. How about you? I think it makes some sense. Maybe he can sense the connection between the two. How about you guys over there? What do you think about uh, Boo? His one weakness. That's a great way to describe it. It's I'll- good to see a, a villain with a weakness that's not internally focused. Like with Cell and mm. Freeze, it was like, they were just so vain. Yeah, yeah. But with Boo, it's a it's a wacky human being. Comical. Well, this is this is before he kind of wisens up at some point, so he has some sentimental attachment to Mr. Satan, I guess. So it, it makes sense. It's actually a, a quite a nice point too, because it gives Mr. Satan a point to be there. It does, yeah. it does. We've talked about that a lot. Mr. Satan was introduced as this gag character, but over the course of the Boo arc, he's become really down to earth, as delusional as he is. He's got these really human characteristics. And you just sadly empathize with the man in this really weird way. It's really true. So let's talk about Boo a little bit. We're talking about his one weakness. Just countless transformations of Boo. Jeff, I want to start with you. We've seen this before. Cell had multiple transformations. Frieza, of course, had multiple transformations. And even comes back in this new mecha form. For whatever reason, I'd have to go and count how many transformations it is with Boo. Even when you get to the super Boo, he's got these multiple absorptions. So is it... new form it feels to me total overload what about you 
Uh, I I could see that. It, it was cute with Frieza. It was annoying, not annoying. It was different with Cell. Mm-hmm. It wasn't annoying or great. It was and just with Cell, different. we know that was editorial influence. Yeah, it, definitely. With Boo, we're led to believe from everything we've read that it's just Toriyama doing whatever the hell he feels like doing. True, but even regardless of of knowing the meta behind it, it just seemed like it was another enemy that had the the ability to transform by absorbing characters. It was mm-hmm. it was becoming tiresome. That's true because you go back to Cell. Cell's transformations were absorbing. They characters. were absorbing. It was all about absorption. All of Boo's have been splitting off and then reabsorbing that yep. and then absorbing entirely different characters. Because I was kind of okay with him uh, transforming. I was having an issue with him absorbing people. I mm. just really didn't like that idea. That maybe um, that's what that it is. Happening again yeah it was just i mean it makes sense it does but i just don't see why they had to keep doing it again Mm -hmm. because at this point it was getting really really tired we're gonna talk a little bit more about this um mary but boo transformations is this where you're starting to lose some interest because i know how you are with the boo arc right well i think this also kind of ties into where my fan subs were going on and off Mm -hmm. with what i purchased um i definitely had the go tanks fight i watched the hell out of those tapes and then i think i actually may have stopped buying them around this point because i don't have what is going to appear next volume gotcha which means by not having that stuff probably started around the absorption time so gotcha and was a that a lot of it's influenced from the anime no that was just i think out of maybe what the store had what they had okay because I, I was in the same boat as you whatever's coming next i don't want to say it because of jeff over here i actually didn't have that fan sub for the longest time myself either because mm-hmm. I, I don't know who subbed it, what the availability was. I just couldn't get it. So it was manga for me that I actually read from here to not quite the end of the series, because then I did have the end of the series fan sub. So there's kind of like a manga buffer that I had in between my TV version. Julian, I guess before we go on to the next topic, how about you? Boo absorptions, transformations. Is it too much for you? Or are you still kind of buying what Toriyama is doing here? Mm, I don't know. It's kind of stretching it i think it almost feels like toriyama gets bored with one form so he decides to move on to the next one well, let's throw some to the wall and see what sticks yeah absolutely that's definitely the impression i get from here it kind of feels almost like after the major editorial pressure he got with the cell saga for this arc they just sort of let him do whatever yeah yeah i think uh, when jake and i were talking about uh toriyama's intended endings what we were saying was his editor at this point in the series was his most lax one so <laughs> if his editor's saying, yeah, yeah, do whatever you want, Toriyama's going, okay, well, I'm going to have him do another form. Yeah, yeah, sure. It's fine. Just just keep going. Well, th- to that point, I think um, that actually sort of shows um, that it's not as serious as I would have expected it to be mm. um, because – there's uh, Mr. Satan pulls out a gun. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's like all these little, I guess I keep referring to them as Dr. Slump moments, but I think that really sure. does kind of bring out Toriyama's humor. But uh-huh. you see that even in these later volumes. And when the situation gets more and more serious, you still have these one off, like Toriyama, one panel jokes. You can't get too serious. No, then he, he doesn't never know does. what the hell to do. So I actually, I'm wondering if that's something of a, of a lax of an editor overlord you know kind of a appearance there because he's able to do the sort of the sort of comedy that he's used to and no mm-hmm. one's saying that doesn't fit there that 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 changes the mood you don't want that it kind of feels like we're saying Toriyama is great yeah but when he has someone kind of keeping him in check that's when the gold really comes out mm-hmm. you think so 
I don't know. I think there's a little bit, a little bit of fine tuning and, and yeah, Toriyama has some gold. I think when he gets a little bit loose, he sort of tends to shift the emotions a bit too much Uh uh, from going like way too funny to way too serious to way too emotional, et cetera. All right. Well, let's hold on to that. We'll we'll, we'll definitely hold on to that. I wanted to jump to Gotenks because Mary, I know you were a fan of that, especially in the TV version, Mm -hmm. enjoying him. What do you think about Gotenks? I just say his general shenanigans. We've got his various attacks. He can go Super Saiyan 3 for a limited amount of time. I, I hate to just keep using the same question, but are you buying it? I feel like the Boo arc is getting a little spastic with all the stuff he's doing. So are you along for the ride? Here? Yeah, I mean, I don't think there's anything to not buy about Co-Tanks just because of the personality of the kids. Yeah, and it it's all magic. Makes so much. Yeah, it's magic. And for me, I mean, we were just talking about some of our problems with this sh- with this issue, like all the absorptions and mm-hmm. whatnot. But for me, the Gotenks stuff kind of saves it for me just because yeah. of the insanity of the attacks i mean super ghost kamikaze attack is just ludicrous i love it and the galactic donuts yeah, i just yeah. love all these stupid names for attacks and then the volleyball that was just priceless it's with great. piccolo's reaction and at the risk of spoiling something a little bit later but i know someone's going to comment on gotenks's attacks next volume so it's clearly in the author's head of how fun that was and let's not forget about that let's let's remember those things and actually have someone comment on it a little bit later on jeff how about you Are you a fan of the gotenks here to an extent okay uh, i i really did like the character with the attacks of course um what is that extent though the extent is that i felt like I don't know. When I first saw how comedic the attacks were, while it's fitting for the character, for myself anyway, I just felt like, I mean, I I, I shared my opinion with Piccolo where I was just like, are you kidding me? <laughs> you're, you're like the most powerful being right now and you're doing this? Like, yeah, oh my yeah. God, do you not realize the scale of what's... I think I'm just not a fan of kids. That must be my problem <laughs> right there because I'm just like this and going, how stupid are you? So, I mean, I guess I'm right there. I guess the author is just like pulling me along and I'm totally uh-huh. taking the bait. So, you know. Well, that's good. You have someone to identify with even if you're not enjoying what he's doing absolutely you're there face falling with piccolo along the way but that's why i'm glad piccolo's still around because mm, he's always yeah, been yeah. that mentor figure and he's the first to face palm at any opportune moment so like i'm right there with him at this one isn't piccolo amazing at this point yes. i mean he's totally nerfed oh my but god he's such a great character it's so great to see him just get totally pissed at this ludicrous stuff and he's yeah. like he would he started the whole ludicrous thing in the beginning and now he's like witnessing all this stupid things going on and he's just fall like just totally he's gonna play volleyball and he's not happy yes, about it it's so ridiculously awesome good stuff you know what it's always ridiculously awesome what's that is gotenks being a little self-aware when he's like i have to admit that this is <laughs> this is pretty funny yeah when he when he unfuses mm-hmm. it's like oh a little bit of self-awareness i wouldn't say it's quite breaking the fourth wall at all but just yeah yeah it was kind of a nice little nugget. All right. Anyone have any Goten stuff they want to toss in before we move on to the next point? Jeff, Mary, Julian? Well, I guess I can hold off. Let's talk about Gohan a little bit. Jeff, I'm going to have to start with you again because you were, all right, Gohan's going to have a move. Something, I don't want to say tangible, but you were almost thinking a weapon. The Z-Sword had been destroyed, but it was going to be something he had or did, but it ended up being, I don't want to call it just this vague extra power, but this kind of what it was yeah not expecting that at all 
I mean, because uh, we don't really see anyone getting more powerful without having some kind of visual change. This is mm. really the first time where we see him transforming in a way yeah, with yeah. absolutely no physical change. And Yeah, it's the exact opposite of everything we've seen before. It's, yeah, you don't need to bother with that Super Saiyan transformation. This this takes care of that. I mean, that's like that's like leveling up in Final Fantasy. It's like, wow, I just got more <laughs> hit points. Uh, right, right. I still this look the same. Insta 20 jump at some point. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So did you like that it was different or was it just, eh? It, it was a it, kind of a small point um, just because there was so much else going on, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's um, I don't know. I we I think everybody can agree with me on this one that we're sort of like, oh, come on. Gohan hasn't really shifted his weight around at all in the storyline or in his attacks or everyone had been saying for seven years. Gohan let it slide and yeah. we've been working really hard. And so they just made him stronger. I guess they're trying to validate him as a character still. Mm. And um, I mean, I'll save some of that for the predictions, but um, okay. I mean, it's just, it's, it's just getting really tiresome. Like really you're, you're still putting your, your faith in this one guy who didn't help out with the cell arc. Didn't really help out anywhere else. Honestly, he's talking about he included the cell arc. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, he's just been a crybaby or a scholar half the time, which is uh-huh. not, the way things are supposed to be going in terms of him being a fighter. So, so honestly, how did this help? Is it that you don't like Gohan or you don't like where Toriyama has brought Gohan? That's a good question. Um, I would just flat out say I don't like Gohan okay. more so. Fair. I, it's not his direction because um, uh, Gohan never started off saying, oh my God, I can't wait to fight and screw school. I'm going to, he's always been pushed and, you know, mom over you know, like just overreaching, I guess, and just pushing him towards the academic. He route. had a couple breaking points, but overall, he was pretty complacent with all that. Yeah, very much so. And it, just that complacency and it, just a little bit of laziness is just—it's not good for a <laughs> character. It doesn't make it an interesting read. I really don't see why they keep putting all this effort into him. I mean, why not put it into Goku, who could probably use that so much better? Well, you know, especially since we learned that Goku apparently can come back. So it's like, well, why didn't you put it on him? We're getting to that. Hold on to that, yeah. um, Julian and Mary. What do you guys think about? Gohan, just the whole. All right, he's he's awesome. He's back, and well, that and I couldn't last. be any more apathetic. Really? I'm, I'm pretty yeah. much with Jeff. Like now that it's been put into words, it's like, yeah, you know, not excited at all about Gohan, and I don't think it's the direction. I think it's the character. I I just don't think I ever really cared for Gohan except for when he transformed into Super Saiyan two. It almost feels like the characters themselves have this big misconception that because Gohan can become super powerful that they need to use him as this kind of secret weapon. But the fact is that he was never really a natural fighter. Right. He's always been more inclined to, you know, more intellectual pursuits. And he's always been forced into f- these battles. And they think that if they just keep doing that, they're going to use him to win. And the fact is that that's not always going to happen. It happened once. He happens it, to be kind of got lucky. I guess. Mm. I wonder if he's naturally gifted just due to his genes or if it's because he's gone... Uh, through so much rigorous training since he was like four. It seems to be both. Remember, he's also the son of Chi-Chi. True. <laughs> we got a little of that craziness in there. But that said, he's never liked fighting. He's not a great tactician. Right, right. He's he's really strong, and that's basically his only virtue in the realm of ultimate battles. That's true. I mean, if you want to break down the characters, Goku seems to just be flat out endurance and shonen power. Vegeta is, I don't know, how he's kind of, he's got this weird, cocky, somewhat strategic but kind of overdoes it at some points 
I don't, I don't know how to describe him. Piccolo is definitely the strategy dude of the entire group. And then, yeah, you got Gohan there and it's all right. Occasionally he's got that extra burst of power that just completely overwhelms. But it's like, oh, you're a hidden power guy. We're going to bring out your extra power in every single arc. But if that doesn't cut it, then all right, Goku, we need you back for a little bit. Isn't that how it always is? It is. It is. Speaking of characters who come in and they're crazy awesome for a moment. This is down to three whopping pages. What'd you guys think about Tenshin Han? What the hell was he doing there? <laughs> well, we saw that him and Chatsu somehow managed to avoid getting hit by the blasts. I thought that was at least kind of nice that, oh, they didn't die because, you know, they can dodge the blasts that are coming down. Makes sense. He's hanging out in the mountains. He's the kind of character that would. He doesn't care that he's going to die. He's going to do everything he can. We saw him do that with Cell with the Shinki Koho. He's going to show up and do what he can. But was this okay for the point in the story no no absolutely not there there was no there was no place for this it it just yeah it helps for a sense of scale i guess Uh because we're looking at especially as we go through the history of this manga we've seen him be powerful we see him become less powerful and now he's like a termite i mean what is the point of him being in this volume at all he just is not going to contribute anything to this fight it's not like versus second form cell where he actually Helped do something for at least a little bit. Right. I guess he saved a life here by knocking something away, but... But there really was no redeeming value in him showing up. Just I mean, fan service, I guess. I yeah. guess so. That's what I was wondering... Uh, that's what I was actually sort of figuring that it was yes. when he showed up in the first place. Cause he does, I mean, from what I remember in previous discussions, uh-huh. he does have a lot of fans. He sure does, yeah. Hey, they still exist. Yeah. They're not dead yet. Exactly. But like, I mean, you could say that about Future Trunks. You could say that about like all these other characters. So why him showing up at the most random part? I mean, I'm glad to see him st- that he's still alive, but why? It, it felt very unlike Toriyama to me Did to it? just have him come in for a couple panels and do something. I mean, I really love Tenshin Han. I'm glad that, yeah, he's just a regular old human dude, but he's bad enough to knock a blast away at least. But I don't, I don't know. It just kind of threw off the flow of what was going on. There. I agree. Yeah, actually, I think he he may have just been there to provide a sense of scale where, yeah. you know, he's he's how you judge how powerful Boo is, because we've seen him over time not really uh, training to the extent of everybody else. Yeah, so yeah. we still know that he's powerful. But in this uh, context, he's completely useless. So maybe that's what they're trying to achieve here, but it really just ends up breaking the flow. I don't know. It's just this weird little thing tossed in there. Mm-hmm. It really is weird. All right, let's go back to Mr. Satan for a little bit. We've talked about Boo's relationship with him. Mr. Satan himself taking things into his own hands, even if he's completely unaware of what's actually going on. Julian, I'll go back over to you for a little bit. Yes. What do you think about him? He's shooting Boo in half. He's saving the world here. Well, you know, he's he's kind of off in his own world in terms of what he thinks is happening. But it's it's funny, too, because at this point, I think he's getting the most development out of any character. He in totally this. is. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like you kind of almost feel like maybe he's secretly the author's favorite at this point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, everybody else is ridiculously overpowered, so why don't I do something with one of the characters who doesn't have any special talents except being awesome in his own head? And he gets those great... They're drawn so well, and they're framed amazingly, him with the gun firing at Boo. Just this wonderful perspective. I, I do feel, like you said, Julian, he's putting in a little bit extra love <laughs> into Mr. Satan with every panel that he's in there. Anyone else? I don't know if there's much I can contribute, but um, I just figure... Actually, what was funny was when he pulled out the gun, 
gun, the first thing I was thinking was in the next panel, someone's going to smack the gun away or yeah, just yeah. look at him like, you're absolutely useless. Like, just make some kind of comment. That. It's Toriyama not that. Toriyama just goes with it. No, he, he just lets it go. He shoots the gun. I thought it was going to be blanks. No, they're real bullets and they no, do no. absolutely nothing. But he still fires and he keeps him in the delusion yeah, that yeah. he's actually contributing to this fight. I mean, it's it's so perfect because um, Mr. Satan is the most human of any character that you have sure. in the series. I know I've mentioned All that All the at faults of a regular person. Yeah. Absolutely. We've definitely discussed that at length before. Um, uh, but it, it's it's the same idea. Everybody on Earth is dead except for him, some other people, and that's it. So what is he going to do? He's going to do whatever he can to yeah. help the situation. Otherwise, he's totally not even worth existing at that point. I think you put it into words perfectly. He stays in that delusion. If he were to come out, he would not be interesting at all. Yeah, He's exactly. got to stay in his own dream world. Exactly. So, I mean, it's just perfect that he does that and that he's not stopped at all, that he just keeps going. And that's the way it should be. And it makes perfect sense. And it's kind of funny. I think it I think it still disrupts the flow. I think in general, the manga has a real problem with keeping a, a steady flow. This volume, for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. In this volume, I just was having a hard time just keeping up with what everything. What is he doing? Yeah. And they always throw in these left hooks that just throw the flow off of the manga. But I mean, it's still nice to have. Yeah. yeah. It certainly keeps the environment fresh. Jeff, something I saw you flinch at and you were kind of getting into a little earlier, the whole deal with the old Kaioshin gives his own life for Goku to come back to life. And then it's... What? Why? Why? Why did that happen? I just, I mean, it happened then. You have a guy who has saved the world many, many, many times, somehow gets stronger every time. He tends to be dead, but I mean, now you tell us that you can give him life? What the... The How? thing I don't get about this whole scenario is these guys, the Kaioshin, they are the top of the godly ladder. Can't they just say, all right, we're in peril it's okay if you go back. Right. But there do seem to be some type of physics going on. I don't know how else to describe like it. That is preventing him. And equivalent exchange. <laughs> there yeah. you go. Yeah, that's true. Well, I mean, it's a, it's a realm ruled by magic. And so you have that whole exchange uh, philosophy going on, right? I mean... I but, guess I just couldn't suspend my disbelief about that. You just figured that the these thing. guys would be so strong as gods that they could just undo Boo's existence. Like, just well, deal with it. Yeah. That's what I like about them is that they're gods, but they can be harmed and killed. That kind of makes them less... Omnipotent? I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. I like that gods aren't... They're tangible. Yeah, they're, they're these dudes that come down. Mm -hmm. They look like aliens. Well, that it, it does... I think you're right. It does give power to those characters. But we, we've gotten this idea before when we talked about the hierarchy of gods, mm -hmm. because this isn't the first time we've seen gods and, right, right, right. and the power struggles going on. Um, but in this particular case, uh, where we see these high, high, high level ones, uh, I'm quite sure there's probably more that exist. You know, we haven't met all of them. Mm -hmm. um, and certainly, like, this corner of the universe is in peril, but not the entire universe. Who knows? There could be more gods above them that are more powerful. But uh, I agree with you, Mike. I actually think it is refreshing to see that, um, that every character has its fallacy and there's no such thing as a perfect character. Right. Even the gods. Even the gods can, can die. That all being said, I still feel like they're the gods. If they want Goku to go back, can't they just send him back? But I guess there is something preventing him. Because he's dead and spent his 24 hours, he can't just go back. So they've got to do this. Oh, all right. Take my life. But I do like kind of the, the butt of the joke there is, oh, use my life well. He collapses. And he gets right back up with a halo and says, but yeah, I damn well better do that. 
shows what a joke death is in this series now. Yeah, right. Well, let's talk about that because we have, oh, we got Piccolo. I'm sorry, Earthlings. We'll wish you back. Even there, it's he's willing to sacrifice the entire population, well, the remaining population of the planet. Oh, because we can just bring you back. This totally high god is willing to give up his life so Goku can have a little bit of life there. Death is completely meaningless at this point. So would you feel anything? For example, when Chi-Chi was turned into an egg and stepped on, did you feel anything I at all? I actually forgot about it until you just said that. So and you, you, it must have not registered at all when he did it. Then you're going to be shocked when I say that I actually was really taken aback by that. Oh, Believe it you? or not, I really was. Um, I can definitely see where it wouldn't have any effect on the emotions of the reader, I guess, because uh-huh. it is kind of passed off as this really quick thing. Yeah. But do realize, dear listeners, that I am also at my root a uh, a, a hardcore Ava fan. And so when this particular thing happens, uh, I don't want to spoil it for you people who haven't seen Ava yet, but when uh-huh. this happens, essentially, it is devastating. And so um, you're especially when you saw it at the time period I did and as, as a youngin, if you will. I know what you're talking about. That kind of feeling sits with you for a while and so when I you sat see and that cried. yeah yeah when you <laughs> we see that, there were man hugs after that episode yeah, exactly exactly so when you see that sort of thing happening again in a different context even if it's like for just a minute like uh-huh. a little second where they say oh we could wish everybody back you're still like oh my god the entire planet's gone the same effect does not show up here like the, it doesn't have the same sort of I don't get the same response from it as I did from, of course, Ava, which yeah, is like yeah. devastating. I was not de- really all that devastated here, but I was definitely brought brought back to that feeling of, oh my god, everybody's with gone. the Chi Chi death, with the Chi Chi death, and with the entire uh, population. Oh, of Earth. okay, you did that feel something too. with them too. Absolutely, because uh, I, I guess it just brought back that that. That memory. So, I mean, All if right. anything, I can see someone reading it for the first time as getting a little hint of that. Yeah. yeah. Not getting the full amount like with Ava, but um, it's still that idea that um, every character is tangible and then ultimately the entire planet <laughs> basically okay. is tangible. Uh, so, uh, what I like in that is. Uh, the 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 risk gets bigger and bigger and bigger, and so um, well, the risk is the universe at this point. Like it multiple is. characters have said, but that's what I like. It's that the risk hasn't ch- hasn't um gone gotten smaller or hasn't changed at all. It's that it's gotten bigger. There's still and so a risk. Okay. There's still a risk, and there's a reason why characters are getting stronger. It it brings validity to the entire the entire storyline. So. All right. Um, I know I'm really reaching out here with with what I'm trying to say, but still fresh um, perspective. We appreciate it. Certainly. Well, I mean, I'm just trying to keep a grasp on everything because since the flow is so broken, I'm just trying to make reasoning. Yeah, behind I things. can see that. So I kind of have to focus on that. Um, so, yeah, it's it's very interesting how they sort of tie in all these different ph- philosophical elements in there. And then you have Satan with a gun. I mean, like. It's just so out there that it's yeah, just yeah. ridiculous. And you can kind of see that this is like the beginning of the end of the series. Yeah, yeah. Julian, do you have any thoughts on uh, death and as, as a major concept in the series still? Well, uh, at this point, I think the author realizes that death is incredibly cheap. And so the deaths kind of lose their impact here. And I don't really see how he could really give it more impact other than to say that, okay, you can't use the Dragon Balls anymore. But yeah. he hasn't he hasn't brought that up as a kind of um I don't know, trump card at this point. And there's 
something that I'd kind of like to say about the conclusion of the series, how it was originally presented, but since Jeff hasn't quite gotten there yet, I can't really say. <laughs> we'll get to it next volume then. <laughs> okay. It's interesting. You, you talk about repercussions for the Dragon Balls. Crazy how it was GT that had to get to that plot point. Yeah. Not Toriyama himself. Hmm. Yes. I guess one of the only other things I want to talk about, and I feel like we have talked about this the entire discussion along the way, it's the emergence of Super Boo is, for me, it's where I stop losing interest in what's going on since it becomes... You start losing interest or stop losing interest? I start losing interest. Okay. Sorry. Just the constant fighting there's yeah there's the moments with mr satan and the gun and a couple other little things but it's everything we've said the swapping out the hero of the panel and just boo is constantly fighting people i just stop caring about the i still care about the greater story but i don't care about the chapter to chapter occurrences it's a little add it is it's oversaturation well let's talk about that the flow then jeff you were talking about it i can tell that everyone's talking about it mm-hmm. is toriyama just he knows he's heading to the end of the series and just what do i do what what is going on this volume well a lot of things are happening at once it's not the most that we've had at a single time period you know there have been other storylines where multiple things are going on oh at the sure same time. sure and it's more than this i just think that the the again the risk is really what is kind of making everything seem so uh important but there but he's putting too much importance on all these different things and so it's tiring because you're you're not sure where to focus gotcha every single little thing feels like it's super super important you have to pay attention to to every panel every detail is important every little thing is going to lead up to this crucial ending and it's going to be amazing and he's he's leading you there but you're losing interest because there you're being pulled in so many directions at once that it's so hard to concentrate do you think that if we didn't know this was coming up on the end of the series because the Japanese audience did not the ending was kind of pulled out of thin air but there's a little brief announcement that oh something special is coming and then it was oh that special thing is the series is over they didn't really know that the series (laughs) was coming to a close we do is that coloring our outlook on this one I think so absolutely yeah I definitely think so, because uh, we've been I mean, we've been pumping it up as we've been going along. So I'm sure it's been in the back of everybody. Yeah, head. we're saying it constantly. We're almost done. We're almost I mean, done. it's easy yeah. to just look at it in hindsight and say, oh, Toriyama is just pulling out the stops all at once because he needs to yeah. get out all those ideas all at once. But yeah. We can say that because we know there's only one volume left. You know, the funny thing is I'm very gullible to this sort of thing. Like you can you can um, if you guys didn't tell me that this was the end, Mm -hmm. I honestly would have thought that this was, you know, another evolution, something that I would have to get used to. And then, you know, 10 volumes from now, it's going to get even crazier. Mm, Um, So I didn't really see anything from that perspective. So that still feels natural for Toriyama. Yeah, it does. So I I didn't really notice anything where I was like, oh, the end must be coming soon because it just like I said, that's just me. I'm just more gullible to the storyline where I'll follow the author and just sort of go with it to see where it goes. I think I agree with you. If I didn't know this was the end, it does feel normal enough for Toriyama that, yeah, yeah, this is just the next big villain. Then there'll be a break and time skip. But to bring it back to the point about the editors, uh-huh. I really think they could have used some on this. It, it does seem like he had a little bit too much. Uh, third editors just. Yeah. We'll the just- third. I. I think it was the third one that Toriyama based the fat boo on. So he's off smoking cigars and eating chocolate somewhere 
Yeah, but there's Couldn't not a guy. There's not a guy there to read the 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 manuscript and go. You know, you might want to pull it in together. Take this again. out. Take this out. Swap yeah. this around. Why is Tenjin Han in there? Take that out. You know that sort of thing. I, there's there's a lot that could have been edited. Um, actually, if I may interject a question, you sure can. The fact that there are more chapters here, how does that influence its release in Japan? Was this because uh, this came out weekly? Well, right? yeah, it was in Weekly Jump, so the Japanese audience was just reading it weekly anyway. So they had no sense of volumes or chapters or any of that stuff. Well, I think, I mean, we need to check the date that this came out. Where's the website? <laughs> to open. I think at this point, it may have already been finished in the magazine. Let me check. I'm looking right now. Volume 41 came out June 95. That's after the, fin- the, that's after the series finished. So this volume came out after the series was already done in Jump anyway. Okay, so so oh, so they didn't have to split it up the way they did. They just chose to. Yeah, right. Okay, that makes sense. So I mean, then I guess that point doesn't matter. Um, yeah, it just I don't know. It just seems to me like uh, no. I see where you're going because yeah. this is more chapters than the regular volume. So we do have. We're not used to this. We've been doing this. 40 times now. This is the 41st time we're doing this. We haven't had this many chapters to try and cram in and discuss. And again, to use the same phrase, it's coloring our judgment on this volume because there is more material Mm -hmm. to talk about. Um, Two things, if I may. Sure. Uh, First thing is, uh, we don't really bring up the fact that there is so much finding in this volume. Mm -hmm. Tons of it. Yeah, it's constant. Um, And it's funny because as we're doing the actual uh, uh, commentary. um, We're talking about everything but the fighting. Well, I mean, here's the thing. The commentary uh, is like we did one chapter, which only had two bullet points. Mm-hmm. Because it was all fighting. Because it was all fighting. Right. Then you have other chapters, which is like pages and pages long. 501 yeah, yeah. is a good example of that. Mm-hmm. There was so much happening that, yeah, it goes back to flow. But the other thing I wanted to bring up was a small point. Um, sure. In the Room of Spirit and Time. Yeah. No, Spirit and Time. I said it right. Um, <laughs> when they, that whole point with Dende, how he was able to get away, that was like that. Remember how yeah, they were Yeah, yeah, where he's like, oh yeah, Mr. Popo threw me down. Yep, exactly. That was like that was like that one moment of ah, very clever, Mister Toriyama. <laughs> you always have to have one of those in every volume, and that was like that one spot moment where right, I was like, right. oh, that was very. Clever. Nobody accounted for Dende at any point, so it's okay. He's still there. He's still there. Gotcha. You just, but hey, spirit of time. Technically, it was an hour. Somewhere in there, a couple of seconds, he was able to run away. Brilliant. Well, Dente wasn't in the room of spirit and no, time. No, I mean, but I mean, he was in reality while they were there. While they, so were, while they were inside, fighting, yeah, he was yeah, able sure, to get, sure. get out of there. I, that, just well played. I, I, gotcha. Well played. Something that I did have on the discussion, I was kind of glossed over. Was this the greatest decision in the entire series? Piccolo deciding to blow up the entrance to the room of spirit and time. I think it was the best decision ever. Ever. I mean, because that totally would have worked if it weren't for A, Gotenks being stupid, mm-hmm. and B, well, Boo was able to rip out of there anyway. <laughs> yeah, that, that would have been the problem. It was a good idea, absolutely. But yeah, I don't think it would have worked because the, um, and not just because it ended up not working. I mean, mm-hmm. more so because the Room of Spirit and Time is just another dimension. We've, kind of gotten the idea that this magic travels across dimensions because of you know where Gohan yeah, and yeah. Goku are and all that. So I mean, we've gotten to that point where dimensions are tangible and so I didn't really feel that kind of we way. We did about have the it. thing where it's once they went in, they couldn't sense their key anymore. So it did feel like they were completely removed. But but there's still the fact that it's another dimension and that's just there. what's in that dimension. It's like right. an alternate reality. They it's there's a way to travel it. There's yeah. a way. There's always mm-hmm. a way. Just yeah. yell. Exactly. Loud. Apparently. All right. Does anyone have Anything else I want to toss in before we do some visisms? 
Jeff, Julian, Mary. I'm tapped out. Covers it pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's do these visisms. Every volume we've been doing this for a good amount now. Our buddy Jake Herms from Constantai lets us know some of the changes in the viz translation of the manga. Things that were left out. Things that were changed for no real reason that we can tell. And Mary, you're going to start us off. This This is is one one of those changes. (laughs) Yes, it is. What the hell? This kind of really pisses me off. Viz renames the Super Ghost Kamikaze Attack as the Super Kamikaze Ghost Strike. You have no clue why they switched the order of the words or swapped one English word out for another English word. And then in the next volume, apparently Viz just switches to the normal original name anyway. What? (sighs) Why? (laughs) Probably multiple editors, but yeah. Yeah, possibly. No quality control at this point. Oh, good call. Jeff. Yes. So I'm I'm displaying this for you right now. Uh. Oh, oh! I, I, don't, that, I don't mean that. Okay, Jeff. No, you're no, great. That, thank you, thank you. I was actually wondering about that, and yes. I'm so glad this is didn't here. Didn't it look really unnatural? It looked completely unnatural. I give you my fist, good <laughs> yeah, sir. Yeah, it was my fist in my face. Okay, that makes sense. I think everybody knows what we're talking about now. But after Gotenks and Boo butt heads in midair, Gotenks flips Boo the bird. Viz, of course, censors this. Per their usual standard at this point. That's right. All right. The next one. Um, Viz's intro on the back cover says that Boo kills, quote, six billion people with the wave of a hand. As Jake says, presumably they're assuming Dragon Ball Earth has the same population as real Earth, which is a questionable assumption all on its own. However, the real problem is that Boo already killed 80% of the world's population last volume. So if he kills six billion in this one swipe, does that mean Dragon Ball Earth's population was originally over 30 billion? For the record, the Japanese volumes don't have this intro text on the back cover may i just add something i would yes. really like to see a section added on on the dizex if i will uh-huh. um could you please add a section on on the population of earth i mean like <laughs> I know, could right? you go through and just tell me like okay this percentage got killed at this time this percentage got killed and brought back at this time what is the damn population of this planet <laughs> it'd be fascinating to learn very nice i can't keep track so next thing number four once boo absorbs piccolo his speech changes to show his increased intelligence while before Boo's speech is written only in hiragana and katakana, the way a child might write, he now starts using kanji too and speaks in more complicated sentences. In fact, his speech style is more elaborate than how Piccolo talks. I got that impression even in the Viz volume. I feel like they had to oversell it in yeah. a way. So I think that makes sense. Yeah. It's a way to adapt it. All right. Also going with speech, Gohan's speech changes too after receiving the elder Kaioshin's power up. He talks much rougher than usual and his personal pronoun switches from Boku to the more adult or masculine Ore. It's similar to how he talks after becoming a Super Saiyan 2 at the Cell Games. Huh, very interesting. All right, next point. Uh, when the Elder Kaioshin tells Goku and the others about how Gotenks and Buu are fighting in the Room of Spirit and Time, he describes the place as a quote-unquote different time dimension. That is, a dimension where time flows differently. In Viz, he calls it the Dimension of Time, making it sound like they're fighting within time itself somehow. Yeah, just the way that you translate the words... Little thing here and there. So uh, we got two more. Uh, after the elder Kaioshin offers to give his life to Goku, Goku and Kibito both refer to him as Dai Kaioshin or Grand Kaioshin. As we learn next volume, and Jeff, you got to cover your ears on this one. Do your little humming thing over there. Dai Kaioshin is the title for the lead Kaioshin. It's most strongly associated with the guy Boo absorbs, which we've learned about, but it's first used here to refer to the elder, the old Kaioshin. Oddly, this 
only happens in this one chapter and is never used before or after to refer to the Elder Kaioshin. In the anime, at least, Elder Kaioshin is supposed to be the East Kaioshin of 15 generations ago and not Dai Kaioshin. Anyway, this odd little footnote, Jake says, isn't found in Viz because they just have Goku and Kibito refer to him as you. Just a you over there. Okay, you're done over there, Jeff. You can yeah, pull yours out. Okay, yeah. And I know this is something you saw a lot online. And as I was first getting into the series and reading summaries of things, I always saw him described as Ro Dai Kaioshin. I've never the, seen that. No? This is all news to me. Really? Oh, I saw that constantly. The older Grand Kaioshin. I always thought it was Dai Kaioshin. Whoops. Yeah, he's not, apparently. Well, you know, they say it once and then, I don't know, maybe Toriyama realizes his mistake. Interesting little point there. One thing Toriyama writes once and, and kind of gets away from it. Julian, you're going to finish up the Vizisms. So lastly, Viz somewhat exaggerates Boo's praise for Tin Shinhan. Originally, he says Tin Shinhan seemed like quite a master, while in Viz, he calls him a legendary fighter. <laughs> so he gets an legendary. upgrade there. The legendary yeah. Tin Shinhan. And I, I do also want to quibble a little bit about the point before about Ore. Okay, sure. It's not really more masculine. or it's, Well, it is more masculine, but it's not really more adult. It's sort of more boastful, more... Okay. Devil May Care, I guess you could call it. It's kind gotcha. of become the default for young boys in Japan, perhaps through the influence of shonen manga. <laughs> but originally, yep. uh, originally, it was supposed to be the kind of thing that you'd only use around the, the boys or sort of, um, yeah, you yeah. know, to show, show you didn't, you know, you're sticking it to the man. <laughs> you know, I'm in charge here. You know, me. Yeah, but, sama. but at, at this point it's just it's lost that connotation but anyway gotcha all right jeff we have come to the point of the manga review of awesomeness it is the last time you will ever have this opportunity to predict what will happen in the next volume of the manga because the next volume is the final volume of dragon ball no pressure what do you got man come on <laughs> um all right big one Yep. It's a good ending. Okay. That's one hell of a prediction for Toriyama. There we go. Great. Thanks, volume. All right. Nah, it'll it'll end well. Boo's going to get eradicated somehow, I'm sure. I hope. Okay. Please let it end. Um, <laughs> I'm done with Boo at this point. Uh, yeah. Um, so, all right. How's that going to happen? Um, well, let's see. Goku's technically Goku just showed back. back up. Yeah, he showed back up. Vegeta. Mm-hmm. Vegeta, technically, we we got like a, a shot of him, I remember. Um, Correct. Like, like, we still have his soul. Right. And I don't forget these things. So <laughs> Attention to detail. That's why we love you, Jeff. Yeah, so I'm like, wait a minute. They mentioned Vegeta. I've got an idea. So we got Goku and Vegeta. We got Goku and Vegeta coming back. And then I'm thinking, hmm, earrings. Well, I don't ever recall Gohan and Goku ever needing to do that because if I remember correctly, I've seen a special that happens after all this where Goku and Gohan are not the same person. So therefore, they can't have merged. Jeff, what what name do I go by online? Yeah. And so I was kind of thinking, hmm, I think I remember there being a time when Goku and Vegeta happened to do something together. So maybe, and this is not a prediction. It's more based on memory. And but my screen name ruins the final volume. It of really Ball. does. But I'm going to say, yes, there is a fusion between Goku and Vegeta because, I mean, it just makes sense for it yeah, to happen. Yeah. So it's where, yeah, it's heading that way. Sorry. I mean, yeah, not really a prediction, but I'll put that but, down as well. All right. Does yep. Vegito destroy Boo? Does Vegito destroy Boo? That's a great question. I'm going to say no because to give Vegeta that amount of, of, 
I don't know what the term is, but like to, to vindicate, I guess, or, or to give him that amount of success. That can't happen. Okay. Vegeta never gets that amount of success. Even as ever. part of another character, he can't get that win. He can't get it. All right. He can't because that's not good for the rest of the story. All you don't right. want the, we want the good guys to win. You don't want Vegeta to be part He's of that. He's a good so, guy at this point. But I mean, they can't unfuse. So I'm really, I'm really sort of split on uh-huh. how this is going to happen. Um, so I'm going to say this. I don't know how it's going to happen. Sure. But I, and this is never what Goku wants, but it ends up being this way anyway. I'm going to say Goku kills Boo. I don't know how, but Vegeta's <laughs> not going to be a part of it. Uh, it's technically impossible, but I'm going to go out on a limb and say that. All right. So, uh, all right. Gohan <laughs> then is going to fail miserably. Sure. Uh, Gotenks is going to fail miserably. Uh-huh. I don't think they're going to die, though. No I think one else the- is going to die at this other than Boo? I really don't think they're going to die. I, okay. I, I just I just don't see that happening necessarily. I mean, I, I don't know what else they could possibly do. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they're not dead. As okay. for the rest of Earth, I, I don't know. I mean, um, <laughs> I have no idea what's going to happen. Who cares about them? They're, they're not regular they're characters. They're all, exactly. They don't care who, whatever. Uh, how? I mean, how many chapters are in the next it's one? There's going to be another 17. Another 17. Yeah. So there's a lot going on in there's, there. There's a lot to do. What I'm predicting cannot possibly happen in all 17. you got to have some more filler in there. Uh, Mr. Satan does something interesting. I have no idea at this point. Do you need more anime? Am I missing something? This is all you. We will neither <laughs> confirm nor deny. We just let you talk for five minutes here. I have no idea what else I can predict on this one. Jeff, it's your last chance. What do you got? Crazy, batshit crazy. Uh, batshit crazy. All right, all right, all right. Batshit crazy. Yes. Um, the freaking series is called Dragon Ball. God damn it! If there's not a single freaking Dragon Ball in this last volume, <laughs> I'm going to light the volume on fire. I'm not kidding. <laughs> I have a lighter. I will light it on fire if I don't see a Dragon Ball. What the hell? Maybe. Ah, uh, yes, the I mean, titular Dragon Ball. I mean, there's got to be something going on with the Dragon Ball. Um, I mean, I don't know what the Z is for, but still, it, anyway. Well, there's no Z in the manga. You're good. Okay, good. So. Still, that somehow Dragon Balls are involved. Uh, maybe they could just wish Boo away. It'd be anticlimactic, but hey, that'd be kind of cool. All right. I think you're good. All right, good. You're, I'm you're exhausted. Totally I'm good. mentally gone. He's tapped out. Yeah. Your last predictions ever. I can't wait to come back next month and see how you did. I mean, I, I know how you did. I'm not going to tell you. I actually of course don't you're remember. Not. <laughs> Mary doesn't. I don't remember the finer details. I remember like, okay, it ends. Mary can neither confirm <laughs> yes, nor deny I, I really these predictions. Ball ends. <laughs> it just keeps going. The finer plot points are lost on me. Oh, geez. All right. Wild. You guys, you gal. That brings us to a close for volume 41 in our Woo-hoo. manga review Good of job. Awesomeness. I hope right. people enjoyed it. How many years now? It took a long time. Do you want me to look real quick? Do you mind? I'll look and see when the first one was. We started the manga review of Awesomeness back on episode 63 in February 2007. Wow. Here we are over 200 episodes later. Four and a half years? Yeah. No. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, four, four and, and a half years. Should have been four. Yeah. <laughs> it happens. <laughs> Life happens, I was all folks. like, okay. we're not going to last four years. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you, I gave four years of my life to you people. You better appreciate it. Everyone does appreciate it, Jeff. <laughs> All right, so releases, really, there's nothing else the rest of the month. Uh, We spent so much time on the manga review, we're just going to do one email and call it a show. All right, so this comes to us from, was it Twitter? Uh, No, it was an email. Okay, it was an email from David, who lives in Guam. Sorry, that sounded like Guam. (laughs) Guam. Guam, you know, Guam. Okay. 
So, simple question. Is Jeff finally a fan yet of Dragon Ball after his journey with the manga, the crappy live-action movies, and the cropped video of the bricks? <laughs> Thanks. Oh, and bringing back 20 questions. I keep on listening to episode 18 and Mary's amazing banjo fan prediction. <laughs> Forgot about 20 questions. Oh I know. Gosh. That was good We should times. do that again. We should do that again. It's been a while. So, Jeff. I thought we already we, had this question. We have had this question. Maybe we should ask it next week, but we're going to ask it right now anyway. Okay. It's been a while. Are you a fan? Uh, well, I'm going to go back to the answer I gave you last time. First, the definition of fan to me, because that's an important thing to bring up sure, before the sure. answer. Remember that what I feel when I feel I'm a fan of something, I want to do something with that, whatever it is. Uh-huh. Either share it, edit it, reimage it somehow, like just right. re- reimagine it, recontextualize it in some fashion. That is what being a fan means to me. Do I want to do that with Dragon Ball? Mm, not really. Do I find myself buying the series anytime soon? Nah. Do I find myself buying Kai? No. Well, we've talked about that. Even if you did feel the need, well, I'm right here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, just give it to you. The apparent need is not there. But, well, no. If I was a fan, I would buy it myself. I would mean, you? Easily. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I don't do your whole Andrew, you know, trade thing and you <laughs> hold on to this while I have this one. Nah, I don't do that. Um, no, I, I would honestly buy it myself if I was a fan. Um, it, it's absolutely enjoyable. I'm so glad I did it. I, I can't. And I, I think Possibly. we talked about this yeah. the same way last time when yes. we had this question as well. It was, you're approaching this completely differently than anyone else Well, we're would. treating it as homework. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't say it's mm. a job for you. No, but definitely not. There are expectations for you after you read the volume. Sure, absolutely. Where a new fan coming in wouldn't have those. Right. I mean, I'm being grilled here on each uh, volume, which <laughs> right, is right. very different from. But I mean, uh, it, the 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 funny thing is that the manga review of Austinus has helped me appreciate the series so much more than if I had just read it by myself because I have that, that extra context yeah, yeah. Uh, behind some of these things. So it's really helping me along with the mythology behind everything and, and just keeping all these different storylines fresh. So, I, you know, it's not like I have to uh, always attempt this thing from scratch or like have to trust my own memory when it comes yeah, to a yeah. lot of stuff. Because, I mean, I noticed that there might be a quiz coming my way. We're, we'll talk about that a rumored, as we wrap up the show. Yeah, a rumored test or something. So, uh-huh. I mean, if that does happen, I am totally screwed. <laughs> um, so, but um, mm. let me bring it back to the question. I'm going on sure, topic. Sure. Um, so... I wouldn't say in my definition that I'm a fan of the series. However, uh, I will absolutely downright say that it's an absolutely brilliant series based on the manga. Anyway, I won't say much for the TV show, yeah, but yeah. Uh, yeah, the manga is absolutely brilliant. Anybody who hasn't read it yet needs to read this thing. Uh, even though it gets a little wavery towards the end, it is still just really, really well written. And there's just such good amounts of drama and comedy and romance and all this. Well, not romance at all, but um, <laughs> now you're just making up different. Series. I know. I am. Are you sure you read Superlative. Superlatives at this point. Um, no, it is absolutely a great series. Um, I, I can see it in your eyes and the way you talk that you would come to the series defense if it came down to oh, it. Oh, I absolutely would. But I'm not going to be reading any more Shonen series anytime soon. No. Right. I don't blame you. Yeah. Next up, One Piece. Oh, fuck that. 63 volumes and counting. <laughs> Give me a cliff notes. And even with the cliff notes, make more cliff notes. All right. So that's the only email we're going to do this week. We had so much stuff to cover. Julian, people have all the questions, the comments. Where's that stuff coming to? Yes. For all questions, comments, responses, etc., go to podcast at dizex.com. And you can also find us on Twitter at DaiZX for news and site announcements, and individually at VegitoEX, Saiya Jedi, and Mary TOT. And of course, you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash DaiZX. You can like us. Hooray! Like us a lot. Tell your friends to like us. That's right. 
We really rely. I mean, we joke about you like us. Hey, we're so happy and friendly and Dragon Ball's great. But we do kind of rely on word of mouth because there's only so much we can do ourselves. So your task, fans, friends, family, tell another friend about Daizenshi Weeks podcast. Tell your friends that are cool. That's, That's right. what it means to be a fan in my book. Yeah. Spread the word. Spread the holy yes. word. All right. Mm. Jeff. Yeah. Thank you for joining us. Sure. You have one more to do. We will get to it at some point next month. Are you scared? <laughs> Freedom is soon. Freedom is coming. They can let me out but of this But we don't tell the people box. that he lives in our basement. <laughs> I'm finally free. Finally free. We give him beer and pizza. I mean, he's yeah. alive. Honestly, yeah. No. He's gotta in gotta the love, litter box. Gotta love the beer and pizza, man. We will. I mean, we've got plenty of episodes coming, but we'll see you again next month for volume 42, the final manga review of awesomeness. We will do all of the regular stuff with it. We will do the recap. We will check in on your predictions. We will have the visisms. You can't do predictions after that in lieu of your predictions to get further involvement and hilarity from you. There will be a test. Well, no, now that you've said it, he can go research online. Oh, he's not going to do that. He's too busy playing Minecraft. Honestly, you are kind of telling the truth on that one. I really just do not feel like studying. And plus, what you find on the internet is going to be wrong. That's right. (laughs) Jeff is going to be dumb and go to Wikipedia. That is so true. I could totally go to the Wikipedia and get every answer wrong, or I could trust my own memory and probably get one right. (laughs) You'll do better relying on your memory. I'll deal with that. We will pull questions from the entirety of this year. It won't be long. It's just, I want to selectively pick at your brain <laughs> they better be the same questions for that game show we did at anime next i swear I to god it's gonna it's be so bad, bad. <laughs> damn it he's on to me <laughs> like i'm gonna do extra work no i'm just gonna pull it from stuff we've already done <laughs> pretty much damn it he knows me too well. i can't be involved in the stuff though i mean because like i'll remember one thing <laughs> oh geez so we'll do that and and we will announce if there are any plans what the monthly segment will be post manga review of awesomeness. Dun, dun, dun. Anime review of awesomeness. One episode at a time. <laughs> oh, yes. good lord. Jeff, again, thank you, sir, for joining us. Two shout outs. Yep. Okay. We got number one. This is my Andrew type shout out. <laughs> All right. The first one goes to <laughs> Di Lorenzo's. Fuck yeah. Di Lorenzo's. Yeah. Definitely. I think we've right. done that on the show before. It's cool. I know. We've definitely done it. And Yangling. <laughs> <laughs> I thank Yangling for getting me through 42 volumes. Well, 41 right now and hopefully 42 at the end. Couldn't do it without you. Could not do it without the Yangling. Thank you, local brewery. All right. Mary, thank you for joining us. Volume 41. It's a pleasure. Anthony, you want to shout? Out, now plug. I really want more Di Lorenzo's, even though we just ate there yesterday. I know, I want some more too, oh my god. <laughs> want some more garlic pizza. Oh, so good. Ah, oh, Julian, you and I, Daizen Shui X, where are the cool kids going? Yes, you can find us on the internet at www.daizex.com. That's D-A-I-Z-E-X.com. Next week, I think we will probably talk about the final volume of Kai, the Jinzo Ningen and Cell Arc Volume 15, Overall, Volume 33, and we'll also take a look at the Bardock and Trunks special selection DVD. They are finally in. We took a look at them. Mary, you and I watched episode 98. We both have thoughts on that episode, the way things yes. turned out. So we'll talk about that, the unaired episode. Julian, hopefully you can check that out as well. We'll all coordinate and see how we can do episode 270 next week. So again, I thank you, Jeff, sir. No problem. Mary, ma'am. Bye. Julian in Japan, sir. Yes. What? Nothing. That's it. For all these fine folks, my name is Mike Vegito EX. We will see you next week. Julian, wrap it up, man. (sighs) 
Thank you for listening to this week's edition of Daizenshu EX, the podcast. Catch us next time. All right, your volume has been turned up slightly. So this means that I should sound normal now. Like normal as in a normal boy, as in like a real nosed boy, as in like, okay, maybe that's going too far. What? <laughs> I don't, what? You're, you're having me come up with gibberish in the, like the last minute here. Let's do a monger. Oh, wait, wait, no. Monger? Let's do the monger. <laughs> Let's do the mongers. Are we going to be selling fish now? <laughs> hate you guys. Let's do a monger review.